Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. happy with the setup I, I know i love you love it you guys can come over when we're not podcasting i know yeah. i'd rather just hang here <laughs> I, really I was yeah. embarrassed i thought it was i thought we had kids stuff everywhere no this is i love that i love kids stuff being all that, that's so charming to me and that little submarine that's alice had that when she was a little wee one Aww. i guarantee you if that you came submarine. over to our house oh boy you'd be like oh meredith this could be great you it, this could be easy to entertain <laughs> and let me just show you what to do yeah and then you would do you? But you don't even enjoy entertaining Meredith. So what do you? What that do you want? That is true. You get I, a little. I I just don't like being responsible. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's it so is. much work, and also I'm so lazy. Like. Well, also Natasha. I don't try. Natasha <laughs> has like a pathological relationship with uh, aesthetics and hosting all <laughs> things house. I love it. Yeah. Like, like I I painted something the other day. I tried to repair something, and there oh was a God. slight discoloration. I'll show you before but, you leave. And Natasha, and I was like, I okay, said, please don't do that. Please I say, don't. I know what you're gonna do, but don't do that. Well, I say, okay, we'll hire a painter. But Natasha was tr- like actually in a kind of anaphylactic shock, like a psychological. <laughs> it's for real. No, because Moshe's never. Pa- I used to paint rooms all the time. I'd paint my dorm room. I would uh, every wow. house I've ever right. been in. Moshe's never painted before, so there was a crack in the wall. So he just thought he could stick the paint in. And do one big stripe. Right. I understand. You get it. I get it. Well, you guys also have had a life in entertainment, right? It's like there's some part of you that feels <laughs> like if if I if I paint yes. this, I'm a real person again. I'll become. Oh my god! Oh. Yes. <laughs> I I I I mean, obviously, I've been an actress since I was eight years old, but. That's what I mean. Yeah. So when. Yep. <laughs> this story. Okay, go ahead. What. When she tried to be one with the people <laughs> and work as a wait, how long did your waitress job last? How long did that last, uh, Meredith? I really wanted to have a normal. You really regular- wanted to. So I, so one summer I, I tried to be a waitress, but wait, as a psychological experiment or, beca- or for income? Not for income. She was in the, <laughs> she was in the Adventures of Natty Gan. She was balling. Child stars and she was a teenager what? for God's sake. What? <laughs> So it was just purely to like experiment with real. What did they call it? Um, she wanted to live real, like the common people. The public. She wanted to do what common people do. I just thought, I'm not doing a movie. Like, I need to do something. I'm in college. Like, you have to have a job. So. Did your coworkers know at the context in which you had taken the job? Like, for fun? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the well, mother, the mother you know of. The- again, so, how long were you a waitress, Meredith? How long? Well, only two hours. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she had a nervous breakdown. I, I, well, here's the problem. Wait, my mom came. I told my mom. I was so excited. I was like, can you just come? Because I'm going to be a waitress, and it's, it will be so fun. So <laughs> she came, mm. and I told my boyfriend at the time, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I have, like, a real job. I'm like, so come. And I was so excited, like, to be the waitress. And... Um, my mom was like, can I get the hamburger? But instead of fries, can I get a salad? I'm like, mom, I don't know how to do that. Also, you last two hours and your first customer is your mom. Yeah. And, and, you, and, you, <laughs> can't mom. Fulfill, and you can't fulfill the order. And, she's like, <laughs> and then my agent came in. No, she's like, she's like, I don't know how to. D-. I was like, I don't know how to do that. She's like, well, can I get fruit? I'm like, mom, just get the fucking fries. I really don't know how to do that. And then I went to my boyfriend's table. 
who happened to bring You had multiple tables <laughs> of guests? Well, my She's mom. like entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, this is why I don't exactly. like Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's why you don't, you don't want to throw a party. So, It'll remind you too much of waitressing. <laughs> so I went to my boyfriend's table. He happened to bring my ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend. There were six people at the table. And they and they took their order and the girl. And the new girl was being mean to you. She wasn't being mean necessarily, but she was sort of like, "Can I get the thing, but with no man?" You're like, "Bitch, I'm not a waitress." <laughs> oh, I mean, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and she wanted it with no mayonnaise. Long story short, it. I try. I didn't know how to do it. It came with mayonnaise. You put mayonnaise on this. And then I was like, oh, I fucking hate this. And I was too Then you had a nervous breakdown and you cried to the owner. And what was the solution? <laughs> she made me the jello shot girl. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> and that was the best summer job. And that was her job. Amazing. She basically, she cried herself into the jello shot girl job. <laughs> Not the first person to get that job from no, tears, I would exactly, feel like. That's the yeah. best job. You get there at 7, you make the jello shots, you put them in the refrigerator for three hours, you get to flirt with the bartender or whoever, yeah. <laughs> as one does. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the jello shots are ready and you walk around and you say... And like, what was your little scam? It wasn't a scam, it was just smart. Which was what? <laughs> to say, would you like a jello shot? And if they said no, you're like... I'll do one if you do one. And oh, then <laughs> that's nice. And so then I got $2, but I made my own without alcohol. She oh. had her own little non-alcohol, so she could just Ooh. go all that's night. That's predatory behavior, actually. It is very predatory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally relate. And when I was waitressing, yeah, that, that just sucked so hard. Where did you and, waitress? Well, I would always get fired from the food waitressing places and then i remember finally someone was like maybe you should just do drinks right and See? that was way better wow. well you guys are entertainers it's more exactly. of an entertainer's job right. yeah i wore a cat suit for eight years <laughs> I, oh my god you were cute <laughs> wow was it like the playboy bunny club but for cats it was like the whiskey bar but they made you wear like oh i remember yeah and yes they, randy gerber would take your picture yes. in the hallway of the of the of the what, what paramount hotel oh my god tell them about the time since husbands t revealing secrets of wives. Okay. Tell them about the time the soap star came in. Oh, I really <laughs> wanted to be an actress. Like and really <laughs> wanted to be an actress. <laughs> and so this like soap opera star came in and like all the tables were reserved, but we just had to say that to everybody because like sometimes they would come in with George Clooney and you'd have to move anyone from any table. Right. So they were like, you have to go tell her the reserve policy. But then some I actress from the Young and the Restless just okay. came in. Yeah. And so I like <laughs> Natasha panicked and I kneeled down and I was like, can I please get you my headshot. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> and then, so wait, and then she, but she, she wasn't not, she was offering a barter because. Oh, because oh, then I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't need to, you know, you don't, you, this table's reserved, but you guys can But you can stay all night. Time. You're good. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, you can send it to this address. She actually seemed kind of concerned. And I think, <laughs> probably because she recognized the desperation and. But I bet she looked at you and was like, oh my God, that's me. I I've been where she's been. I right. gotta I gotta pay it forward. Right. It's just it just goes to illustrate. I my... gotta pay it forward by pretending to do something with her headshot. <laughs> <laughs> I I just felt like so rudderless yeah. most of my trying to be an actress. <laughs> I can't see it. So by the way, by the way, cut to the address that she sent it to. It's a Kmart. They're like, who's this headshot? We <laughs> just got... employee of the month. It's like a, the lawn department at they Kmart. Needed, Someone need... send us her headshot. Well, she's in a cat suit. Girl. She's kind of hot. Wow. We should call her. <laughs> they wanted a hot girl to put on the. 
<laughs> on the and tool calendar. On the employee of the month. Yeah. Like, they're like, this. we have the ugliest girls up there. Wow. Find a hot girl, tell her to send her hot sh- headshot here. We'll put it up, employee Boom. of the month. Damn. And suddenly it's Wait. a cool store. I just market, I just... Love it. Patton, what was your, did you have, what were your pre-comedy jobs? Oh, God, I had so many. I, I, my pre-comedy jobs were, and and I bet one of you've done this, where the summer that I started comedy was the summer that I did eight different jobs because it was between freshman and sophomore year of college. And that's that first summer where you go, I better decide what I'm doing Uh because this is about to end and I'm going to be on my own. So... I was training to be a paralegal. I was a party DJ on the weekend. <laughs> I was covering sports for a local paper under a different name. I was like, just all these different things. And then I started doing stand up. But before that, you know, uh, prep cook, um, pizza, prep cook to pizza cook to waiter. Nice. Like, was, the prepping, was the prepping at the pizza place? At the pizza place. Oh, so you just chopped just up. Just chopped. I mean, just. Basically pre-made salads, so everything in that place was pre-made. The spaghetti was pre-made, and, and they would didn't. nuke it. <laughs> we just we had to make it look. It was like Frank's Family Restaurant. Everything's being nuked in the back. So you all were weighted tables. Have I you I never, never did no. And what my first acting job ever was on Whitney's show on uh, what was it the. It was called Whitney. It was called Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> and I got a. That's a good name for I, your. <laughs> if you're gonna be Whitney, it's a good name. And yeah. I and sh- and I got a job. Uh, I was a waiter and I had one of those waiter uh, smocks and I was trying to tie the knot and I didn't know how and I was asking the uh, the other <laughs> actors or the extras I was like how do you do and they were like you don't know how to they were oh. so disgusted with me for not knowing that information you got city hands boy you've been <laughs> counting money all your life that's, you're that's, soft yeah that's why I wanted to be a waitress so that I knew for my next role Get a little, uh, if I'm yeah. gonna practice have you ever played a waitress hmm no oh my god have you ever paid off? Oh, for sure. Okay. A yeah, waitress. Okay. I don't think I've ever played a waitress. I've played a trainer, which is shocking. <laughs> <laughs> is it hard for you? Because I don't work out. Mm. Wait, is that true? I, I, You seem like you. I hate it. I hate it. She too. hates Basically, it too. Basically, it's the same thing with hosting. I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't want to host. I don't want to make the cheese plate. You make the cheese plate. Right. Mm. I don't want to work out. I just want to. Be happy. <laughs> do you? That's that's interesting. It's magical thinking. Don't you find that like part of having a husband though, you have to kind of wait on them a little bit. Well, actually, your life this last month and a half has been. Yeah. Well, yeah. he broke his um, ankle and foot. Um, a month and ankle half ago. and foot. Ankle well, and foot. He broke oh, his no. foot in two places and his ankle in one place. Wait, uh, I'm sure you've answered this so many times, but how? Slipped off skateboarding a curb. with Tony. Hawk. I wish I <laughs> slipped. I slipped off a curb at work, fell, cracked my ankle, and then like a month later, Tony Hawk broke his femur yes, doing a part. vertical, and then he DM'd me and said, "Hey, we're in the same boat, buddy." I'm like, "No, no. we're not." <laughs> you went down like you did like some Indiana Jones stuff. I slipped like someone's aunt that just saw her first piercing. Like, oh heavens, cracked. Like it was just the lamest thing. So bad. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, it was really embarrassing. Well, there's layers to boats, Pat, and be soft on yourself. Like, you know, there's like yeah. the, there's the, where the, the first class, and then there's all the way down in steerage. Where that's where you were. You were that's like, where I am. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm DiCaprio in Titanic. That's man. right. I'm down in the steerage, <laughs> dancing with the Irish. No, I, I told my, I had a physical therapist when I dislocated my shoulder in Hawaii. Ooh. And I was like, do you see this a lot with people dislocating their shoulders from waves? And he was like, 
Were you like, drinking the Cosmopolitan <laughs> while you were on the table? Well, she does. She does doctor's visits in character too. Oh, okay. And he goes. He goes. Oh, you mean middle-aged injuries? Yeah, they happen. Oh <laughs> no! No! God. Well, then we went to go. Oh. Then we went to go uh, try to have a child after that, and they started saying um, no, but it's geriatric pregnancies. So she no. went from middle-aged. What? She went from middle-aged injury they, to geriatric pregnancy. They said geriatric pregnancy. That's how they. That's what they call that's it. After thirty-five. That's it's, so. F- Wow. Nice you know, term. a 35 year old woman yeah, whizzing. No, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what was it famously? Sally Field was Sally Fields was Tom Hanks's love interest in Punchline, and literally four year, five years later, she played his mom in Forrest Gump. <gasps> Very funny. Like that is how quickly Whoa. it was yeah. crazy. I'm ready to play your mom in a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get excited when people like want me to play a young mom. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because exactly. Yeah, I just saw Punchline. It's I really it's really good. It it it's <laughs> it's effort. I loved it. I thought it was I so made fun. Motion watch it. Did you hate it? You hate it? I just I, hate when, it. When it came out, I was doing stand up and all of us were loved how completely inaccurate it was. It's so a, inaccurate. That the lockers where you go in for the open <laughs> mic to change your clothes. <laughs> also the yeah, I never got better as a comedian until someone was in the audience doing this. <laughs> but it's also funny that every every entertainment piece about stand up ever has a person dropping the act and yep. getting real. And, and no one's real. ever done that. Never. And he says at no the end, ever, no one's ever gotten real. You can get real, but you just oh, I'm I'm going to throw away everything and just be me. Well, especially <laughs> when it's a comedy competition and there's that line where she's like are you ready tonight? He goes, yeah, I'm doing all new stuff. No one in a comedy competition <laughs> does all new stuff. You do your A stuff and you try to win. And he has this crazy meltdown and somehow it's, oh my God. Well, the, I think we'll both agree that the it is re, it was realistic when Barry Sobel was the biggest comedy star I in the club. That Now that. Exactly. Come on. I used to hang out with Barry back yeah. in the day. He was I wrote the, that. He was the consultant on that movie. I know. And, and taught Tom Hanks oh how God. to be a stand-up. <laughs> What? But, I swear to God. Well, the other crazy thing is when, am I wrong that when you're on stage in the OR at the comedy store, it says Tom Hanks up there? Doesn't it say his name somewhere? It says Michael Keaton, I think is who you're <laughs> thinking think of. I think Tom Hanks' name is up there It somewhere. might, you know what, it might be Michael Keaton was a stand-up. I've he seen started stand-up. stand-up. I don't, maybe Tom was there, because didn't they, they sh- no women, because Punchline takes place in New York. That's right. right. Maybe yeah. it just says Michael Keaton, and I think I'm getting those you, two they They have similar... I, I see it. Well, they're actors who aren't really stand-ups. But he really was, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was a working stand-up really? for years. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so he, he has had the weirdest, most interesting path. He was a... Worked on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, really? Um, he was... Yeah, he was the panda. Oh, wow. And he would do, like, little skits and stuff. He worked on that show for years. He was out of Philadelphia. And then he moved to L.A., started doing stand-up. And then kind of burst onto the scene out of nowhere in Night Shift. Like, that wow. made him. And the whole time, by the way, he had an, uh, uh, an alter ego. Do you know that? What? He was Batman. Oh. The whole no, time. No, it's called The Batman now. But, no, no, it's, now it's The well, Batman. But he it was Batman. Yeah. He wasn't yeah, The Batman. Well, he was originally... Okay, when Bob Kane first came out with Batman, <laughs> it was in Detective Comics uh, 27. It was in 1939. So Bob Kane... Although, they don't give Jerry Finger enough because he also uh, co-created it. But so, If you're listening right now, just fast forward 20 minutes yeah. if you're not interested in Batman. And well, we'll, what's uh, funny about this is I just did Comedy Death Ray podcast with Scott Ackerman. He always used to make fun of me because I would bang, say... Bang. 
Comedy Bang Bang. Going old school. Whoa, you went really old school. And I said, I always would call it The Batman. And he goes, Natasha, now there's a movie out called The Batman. And I said, no, there's not. And he said, yes, there is. And now you're right. (laughs) You and I went at it on the uh, uh, Nikki Glaser show when we were talking. They were talking about the new Star Wars thing. And you were being all like, oh, I I don't even take it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I was going to be on TV with the coolest person alive. (laughs) But but, but, but although you kind of called it. So thank you. Wait, speaking of movies, before we get to our questions, can we talk about doesn't didn't Patton win a bunch of awards? Oh, yeah. You were just in a a, a lauded film. I was was so good. film. Uh, I was just we were both just weirdly enough at South by Southwest. I'm in a little movie that I produced as well called I Love My Dad. It won the uh, grand jury. Grand Jury Award narrative. narrative and the Audience and the Award. Audience Amazing. Award. Yeah. That must feel so good to have produced it and have immediate feedback that it is good. It's, yeah, it I felt really so good. I was so worried. Because yeah, rem- it was. It I was, was worried it wasn't going to be. I was worried. You know, I was worried. Well, and I went, <laughs> and, I went <laughs> and I watched, and it's so good. And I was it's so a. Proud it of is you. a very dicey subject. It's uh-huh. a comedy where you're like, and one false step in this whole thing. Goes Can down I the just, crapper. Just very quickly, it's based on a true story. What oh, happened to the, the, like the director is a young actor, writer, director. He, this is his second film. He wrote it, he directed it, and he, he stars plays in it. stars in it. I but play it, he his plays dad. your son. Plays my son. Wow. But, well, he plays his dad more yeah. like, more like it. I play um, yeah, his the dad. kid. It's based on his real life, oh, boy. and he has an estranged relationship with his father, and like got very. It was very upsetting. So he blocked his dad to set boundaries on Facebook, on mm-hmm. all social Apple media. phone, all social media. And then the dad is like, I want to be with my son. How am I going to see him? I want to keep tabs on him. What's he doing? So yeah. he catfishes him. He no, that's amazing. A fake Facebook profile of a hot girl that the son ended up falling in love with. It's like, a whole kind thing. Of flirting oh, with people wow. should see the movie. Wow, wow, wow. Really I have love you, my dad. I love my dad. <laughs> have you heard of this trick uh, that's been it's been making the social media rounds on how uh, the youth of today can save our parents' generation from the ills of Fox News? You go, how? if you're like a young millennial or Gen Z person, uh-huh. you go to your parents' house and you go into the settings on their TV and put, put parental blocking settings yep. on Fox what? News oh. and your parent and these people will never be able to figure it out. So they're texting their kids like, I can't watch Fox News anymore. I can't unlock this thing. Someone oh help God, me. Please. So it's the way to save America using wow. technology. No, this show, is really. Is there like a how to online? I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah, they have to yeah, make a bridge for us, right? They, they, we need we need a, a Gen X bridge because we're like, well, we don't know how to block it, but we understand the concept. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's there's stuff on our phones and, and iPad. I know this sounds like such a bad cliche, but um, our now almost 13-year-old daughter, but I think when she was seven and eight, like, Alice, can, how do we, oh, you need to unlock this. and Like, it's all second nature to them. Yeah. You know? They're we still in. haven't given our kid an iPad. She's oh, four. How, well, she's, she's still tiny. T- she's still tanning leather. <laughs> <laughs> we told she her those whittles. are toys. Yeah. We said, these are toys. You know, I whittled. That is brilliant. What was David Cross's bit about? I'm going to raise my kid Amish. Uh, yeah. So the, like, so the kids in the back are like, Dad, can I come in and watch TV with you? No, that you, you don't believe in that stuff. Like, <laughs> you're you're being raised Amish. So if you could go out and like grow my vegetables and that's, stuff, because like, like that's so funny because that's that's literally the reality of this. Um, we were thinking about putting our kid into. Um, 
into Waldorf. Waldorf schools. Oh and, yeah. And in LA, uh, I think in every Waldorf school, but in 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 LA in particular because mm-hmm. so many people are in the entertainment industry, they don't allow tech, but you're also if you if it's a real Waldorf school, you're supposed to extend the ideology into your home life. Ooh. And so there's real Waldorf families and then there's like the bad boys of Waldorf, <laughs> which is people that are like what David Cross is saying. They're basically like showing their kids stuff at home, but telling them to lie to their school. Oh no! no. And then one wow. kid will come. Oh the, no, lying! One no. kid will come to the school and be like, "Have you heard about this Harry Potter?" And then all the oh, kids no. are. Ah! <laughs> but they told us that happens. I, that totally. there's like underground, like on the playground. Oh my, it's like Rum Springer for the Amish. <laughs> That's right. I'm just picturing a couple of Waldorf parents sitting the kid down, like, "We uh, got some. We heard that you went to a little um." Texting party yeah, at a right. friend's house, and you all were um, looking at the just screen. Just l- listen, if you want to experiment with emojis, it's fine. You have to do it here in the house. Do it with, with us. us. Yes, I don't it's want safe. you out. You know, I don't want you sending a bunch of of eggplants and then getting in trouble. Okay. Yeah. When a man and a woman love technology very much, so often. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Just because I know you have a daughter, do you feel like? Do you feel like the like with technology, do you feel like you have to limit her in any way or no? At this age? Yes. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. She doesn't have a phone. Mm-hmm. And, 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 she, and well, her- she has an iPad and she had to because, you know, when coronavirus hit and all the kids were home, right. they don't get to see their friends. It was like, you have to let her see. Well, you have to let her And also some of her homework her is friends. on her iPad now. Yeah, no, that was and what that, we've been talking about that. that so like, frustrating. That so many kids, uh, obviously your kid is in a good position in life, but so many kids that didn't have a, a lot right. of family infrastructure just yeah. got disappeared into into Video digital games world. Video on YouTube. Because right. they couldn't go out and right. they didn't... Right. Yeah, so... She doesn't play video games because... And, and she plays Roblox. Like Roblox. But no, Roblox about like, was the thing they cited. Oh, really? Yeah, that like Lotion. some kids spent... No, I'm not talking about your kid. No. I'm talking about oh, all the other kids. Alice also playing... Yeah. Alice. <laughs> no, we but read the, the article that... And this is the worst offender. No, yeah, but... Young, Alice Oswald. <laughs> no, that that some kids would lose their not. They just spent all of their free time playing. Right. They, they mentioned yeah. roadblocks. Well, I, and I'm just saying we don't have I, any. I put um, guards on her thing, like yeah. time limits. And stuff. That's what you put on the Fox News, yeah. and then they right. can't. They won't I be able to do unlock that. it. I yeah. want to do that. Oh do boy, it. I could really use. Um, that. But I need to do that. I need to put like Twitter time limits on him. I know it's so hard. But the problem is Pat is, Pat is smart sorry. and savvy enough to go online and go, how do I unlock no. the... No, no. <laughs> I don't think he'd be able to I'm just to saying a g- two generations up, they're, they're yeah. fucked. He, they're never right. watching. This is the question I wanted to ask. All right. Yeah. Okay. But also with our kids, can you imagine them having as many jobs as we had? Because I feel like I baby my child so much, I cannot imagine her like mm-hmm. mowing lawns so and working hard. I know. I, I was... Yeah. Pr- I mean, look, I don't want to... I don't want to do the... That's weird to I, think so like, about. I'm not saying that I grew up in the Dust Bowl, but <laughs> I the reason that I got a fa- I got a fake ID when I was 15, and the reason that I got it was so that I could get a job. That's what yeah, I mean. Wow. That's Me why too. I got a fake ID so I could get. I had to, I got my first two jobs were the prep cook, and then um I had a like kind of a paper route. Um, you don't it, need a, I, uh, you don't need to be a certain age to be this have wasn't a paper like a, route. This was like six-year-olds do paper. This routes. community newspaper that went to like businesses and stuff, mm-hmm. oh, okay. and that's how I would do it. So like, so I literally got a fake ID so I could work. Wow. Otherwise, there was no money coming in. Right. You you were a paper paper I had, boy I had too. Many paper routes. Yeah. Wear a little cap. Isn't that cute? Can't yep. you just imagine the two of them just I'm rolling <laughs> around? <laughs> Meredith, so just you and me. Uh, let's Meredith, connect on this. Meredith doing it for a character. Me doing it to feed my family. I know that. Natasha's going to roll her eyes at this, but there is a 
graphic novel. It's a comic book by this guy, Brian K. Vaughn. It's called Paper Girls. Oh, it's cool. And it's friggin' brilliant. I, I liked Ghost World. Okay, then you'll love you'll love Paper Girls. Okay. That's cool. We should right. get that. Oh, pa- okay. You're going right. to love it. I'm going to get and it. And it takes place in the 80s. It's exactly that. And, and it go, it's, it's all... Uh, the 80s and 70s were all about benign, neglectful parenting. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like trying to trying to be good parents, yes. but just not, not monitoring there. anything. You think yes. I'm going to let my kid leave at six in the morning and just oh. walk around L.A. by the, yourself? The amount of time <laughs> I spent with my circle of <laughs> yeah. friends exploring Oakland in the most dangerous ways <laughs> yeah. possible. I had so much fun, and it, we came so close to death so many times. My parents, during the height of the... Kids getting kidnapped. My mom was like, go out and do not come back until six. You're not sitting in this house and watching TV. Oh. Go out. And she didn't know where we were. Didn't, you know, nothing. Just yeah. get out there. I was just talking with another parent about that. That In our childhood, our parents couldn't get us to come home. And now he, he has teenagers. And he's like, I can't get them to leave the house. Right. It's so weird yeah, and scary. Yeah. And we've got to get them out there. All right. Well, Waldorf. why don't we take a call? Okay, oh, great. Let's take a call. Let's take a call. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know, last night I slept on a mattress. Guess who didn't make it? Uh, Helix? Yeah, that's right. Guess how my back feels. Bad. Not good. And that's because Helix, we went to their Sleep Finder quiz. It is a better mattress. And I got a mattress specifically for my back. And I don't like sleeping on the one that isn't Helix. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mm-hmm. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and that's, pains. That's me right there. Morning aches and pains. I wish my spine was aligned. They even have a Helix Plus mattress for plus-sized sleepers. I sweat at night. I don't know. I've al- I always have. Mm-hmm. My daughter does, too. Yep. I need those cooling mattresses. They got the cooling. And the match it really makes a difference. I never knew that was a thing. They also have a 10-year warranty. You can try it out for 100 nights risk-free, and they will even come pick it up for you if you don't love it. But we've never had anybody say that they did that because we know you will love it. Just go to helixsleep.com slash honeymoon, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is offering up to $200 off on all mattress orders and... Two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. That's helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Did you know that 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair? Uh, I lost, like, a good chunk of my bangs when I had our child. Also, the pandemic made hair thinner. Did you know that? There's a Mine definitely did, especially a, my bangs never grew back. There's an epidemic of... of balding going on in our country and mine mine's all in my pubes i don't have pubes anymore but nutrafol the people at nutrafol are the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement makers they are clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness and visible scalp coverage for men and women nutrafol is a simple addition to your daily routine you just take four pills a day and you begin to experience thicker stronger faster growing hair in just three to six months did you know that there are multiple causes of thinning hair nutrafol is a hair growth supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress hormones nutrition metabolism aging and lifestyle factors that may be impacting your hair you can grow thicker healthier hair and support our show by going to nutrafol.com and entering the promo code honeymoon to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers and for a limited time. They're also offering free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code honeymoon. 
we're going to call Meredith. Wow. Another Meredith. In Virginia Beach. I love the name Meredith. What if it's her dark doppelganger? Let's see. <laughs> she probably waits tables or yeah, something she's gross like, like that. I'm the, I'm the you that stayed with the waitress job, and now I'm in Virginia <laughs> Beach with the... Hi, right. Meredith. Hi. Meredith, oh, wait, hold on. We want to hear Meredith, her. Let's you're hear muted. Her. Oh. No, not you. No, other Meredith. Other oh, this oh. is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, Meredith, Mars, Meredith from Mer- Meredith, who is not here in my house. Are you, are you muted? No, can oh, you guys hear hell me? Oh, yeah, there you, there you go. Hi, there Meredith. Are. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're, it's me. It's Natasha Legero and our friends Pat and Oswald and Meredith Salinger. Another Meredith, in fact. Wow. Oh, hello. hello I don't hello. really come across a lot of Meredith. So. Nor have I. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Meredith, what do you do for work? I'm an actress. <laughs> no, not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm probably not as amazing as being an actress. Just say you're a waitress. That's what we want you to say. Actually, I'm a food runner. Oh, there we go. Oh, Boom. So kind of close. The circle is complete. The circle is complete. <laughs> Meredith, how can we help? What uh, what made you contact us today? Um, so I feel like me and my boyfriend kind of have different self-esteem levels, I guess you would say. Um, my, I've been a gymnast my whole life and, um, I just recently graduated, so I'm no longer doing gymnastics, but I still like to exercise a lot. And so does my sister, who is also a retired gymnast. So we made a fitness account and I don't really think he necessarily likes it a lot. (laughs) Got it. Hmm. But what, tell me, tell me what makes you think that why, why doesn't he like what, what makes you know he doesn't like it? Um, do you have a question well, already? Well, just when you say fitness account, you mean like a YouTube channel, like a like a you're teaching people fitness? No, like an Instagram account where like you um, show off your up, butt, kind like, of a thing. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like what he thinks. Okay, got oh, it, got it. I, I mean, see. oh, he's okay. I, he's, he's jealous all, of yeah. the imagery. He's territorial about it. Did he tell it. you? Did he tell you he didn't like it? Um, he goes. He goes. No, like I'm. I'm very supportive of what you're doing, and. I, I really like admire like your passion for it, but it's just like, I guess he just doesn't necessarily like the things I wear, but like I try to, you know, cover up, like I wear big t-shirts and, you know, I don't, I don't Hold know. On, I just, like- just for clarity though, Meredith, yeah. you're, what you're saying is you kind of started the, the question saying that you guys have different energy levels and how to deal with that. But what you really want to know is like, he's, how do you keep, Someone, your boyfriend from being jealous of stuff you're posting online? Is that kind of more the question? A little bit, but he's not like jealous. Oh, yeah. He's no, just... he is, Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> he fully right is. Right off, he's very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you feel like you have to cover up or anything. That's of a little that. like, weird. Like you, as long as you're not, you know, doing anything is, wrong. Is he into I, fitness? He, is he a fitness guy or what's his deal? I've been honestly like trying to encourage it a lot because he's never really like I've been like exercising my whole life like it's just something that i enjoy doing but as for him he's just now kind of starting he's normal to get, <laughs> yeah, basically like honestly he reminds like, me a lot of moshe like wait, he wait looks, fuck you what, i'm on your boyfriend's side now you know what cover up a little bit yeah he loves apex legends and I'm like, <laughs> I, I exercise and play video games so i do both really about you judging him <laughs> no no <laughs> no but it's just like I feel like I feel really good about myself and 
he kind of feels a little bit not as confident and got it about his body. Well, first of all, you should congratulate yourself because really knowing what you like and what brings you joy, yeah. like knowing that you need to exercise, like I hate exercise and I think that must mean I'm I don't need it or something like I need other things. But sometimes I want to know what I need for like my creative self to <laughs> feel good. But I think it's very clear that you need to be physically active it's just part of yeah you. like i need to be mentally stimulated you know like not that you don't but i'm just saying like i can't right and i need to play six to 18 hours of <laughs> apex legends a day just to feel alive but i'm just saying that's cool that you have that he's gotten better he's gotten better ever since ever since he started college he's gotten a lot better with the video games <laughs> got it meredith and other meredith um a meredith and Patton, what do you have any first blush thoughts about this situation I feel like you're feeling like you can't be your most authentic self around him because he is making you feel in some way that he doesn't approve of the kind of things you're doing or things you're wearing. And, you know, and then she's like, well, I don't actually approve of what you're doing either. I don't know. I don't know about that. that, But bottom line for just for you, you can't let somebody make you not be the person you are that that's not a supportive relationship and if you're not doing anything like you know webcams or whatever you know what i'm saying like clearly you're just being a gymnast girl (laughs) right so it's not a bad thing and he shouldn't make you feel that way you should be completely proud of yourself Mm -hmm. i talk to him about it a lot and it's mostly just like he makes like little comments about like normal stuff that people wear to the gym like yoga pants and you know sports bras and he goes Oh, well, you know, they're, they're just making women's clothing sizes a lot smaller nowadays. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is he? What is he like a church elder? Yeah. <laughs> Are you dating the Pepperidge Farm guy? <laughs> um, listen, Sorry. you can say to him if the, if you're you have a more conservative outlook on life, <clears throat> um, fashion wise and, you know, whatever. But. When you comment like that, and that's how I dress, it makes me feel like you're being disapproving of what I'm doing. Hell could, yeah. Could you not say those things? Yeah, I tell him that. I'm like, it kind of makes it makes me feel like you're targeting exactly. me and the way I look rather than the clothes I'm wearing. He's exactly. targeting you. He's just doing it in a passive-aggressive way. Right. He's yeah, trying to yeah. slide it in so that you... Uh, He's trying, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very... Sneaky way of controlling somebody. Hundred percent. And it's not. It's not very healthy. Yeah. Should I be the one to break it to her? Go ahead. You do it. Well, it's like that's for me. A guy letting me shine and not having that kind of fundamental difference in how we see the world and your talents and you know dressing and whatever it's like that to me is like a non-negotiable that would be a deal breaker for me you know because it's like it's just going to keep coming up and Mm -hmm. you're never going to get you know you need someone who sees the world in the same way as you what's funny about people like guys i shouldn't say people because it's only guys what's funny about guys like i'm I'm sure women have done it too but what's funny about guys like this is that they you're probably right it's a self-esteem thing they feel like they don't deserve you and that, then that, and that your shine somehow. And they see all the likes you're getting when right. you put up a picture of your body. And and they feel like somehow your yeah. shine is going to make you, them lose you. And by being so insecure about that, they engage in behavior that makes it assured that they will yep. lose you. And that's what he's doing right but now. That, but in a weird way, yeah. that's comforting for him because he can go, "See, I told you. A hundred. What did I tell you? Hundred percent. You know, like, it, it, and, and then in a weird way, he'll end up going. It was her Instagram account. That's why she. You know, a hundred. It'll never be. He'll. he'll 
will never put it back on himself. Yeah, so Meredith, take it from us. We're hearing this, and to you it's like, oh, he just needs a little bit better self-esteem. Well, what I'm hearing is he's trying to diminish you because yeah. he's insecure about what you're doing, and what you're doing is not weird. It's not promiscuous. And even if it was promiscuous, like it, the job of a partner is never to diminish your partner's yeah. shine. That's like the opposite of the job, actually. Also, you, like, you said it yourself. 100%. You've done this your whole life. Even if this was a thing that you suddenly started doing a couple of months ago, it'd still be okay. But he knew this when he met you. Right. You were, you were never hiding this. It was like, this is what I do. This is what I need to exist. Well, you know, the best thing for you to do is just to say something to him. Like, yeah. this is what I've been thinking about. It seems to me like all, and then say all these cool psychological things that everybody <laughs> said. But like, no, for real. And, and kind of say, this is what, when you do those things, that's what it makes me feel, all these things. So if you're not trying Trying to do what it seems like you're trying to do. Can you stop with those things? And if he can't, yeah. then, it, then and that's that's fair because you're giving him a chance. And, and if he really yeah. loves yeah. you, and it's really meant to be, he'll he'll come through. But you Here, know, here's the other thing, Meredith. Yeah. Both Patton and I are married to women whose <laughs> life work is showing themselves to other people yeah. in a way that is sparkling and dynamic and showing their beauty and showing their talent and showing off themselves and the person they are. Mm -hmm. And neither of us are going like, you know, yeah. a lot of people don't decide to, to go on camera. <laughs> we don't do that because we're like, that's awesome. They're doing cool stuff. So yeah. it's not yeah. normal and you don't deserve yeah. it. Oh, that was so Yeah, awesome. I know. And I, I've had, I just recently had another talk with him about it when he made like a little comment and he goes, yeah, I understand. So, I mean, I'll, I'll try to see what the next, like if it, if it comes up again. And because, use Meredith's framework because, you know, yeah. she kind of told you like, cause sometimes having a script, at least for mm -hmm. me is very helpful when you're trying to like fight with someone about something that you kind of know the answer to. So why not just keep repeating a script? somewhat of a script. But I'm, yeah. That's but, smart. That's a great way to put it. I'm hearing something though, Meredith. I just realized it. Here's this guy. You're lifelong... Patton nailed it. You've done this your whole life. He knew he was getting involved with a gymnast when he yeah. met you. And all of a sudden, he's insecure. And maybe it is because he has low self-esteem. Maybe he does have body ish shame issues, you know? And your response to that is, how can I change myself and fix him? Right? Is like, I'm going to wear bigger t shirts. I'm going to go to him and get him to work out more. I'm going to do all this stuff. Like, and in fact, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it feels like the response should be like, you don't have the right to, as Meredith said, to control me. Now, we can work on you because I love you and I want you to be happy, but it, your happiness will never come from me changing myself. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. I feel like he doesn't deserve that, Moshe. No, I think you're right. I mean, <laughs> well, we'll I'll see. You got to give him a chance. Yeah. Say, give him a chance. First, say it. Just say those things. It feels to yeah. me when you do that yeah. that this is how you're right. trying to make me feel. Then he'll fail, and then you guys will break up, and then you'll find a secure guy, and it'll be awesome. We kind of all see that. Meredith? Also, you're young. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you're you, honestly. It's okay. I don't want to sound blase, but you are young. This is this is not this the is beginning or the end of the world. Of the this is part of the growing. So knowing what you deserve, you will be okay. Yeah, Trust yeah. us. You're good. You're good. And then make sure that on your next boyfriend, you really look for that quality, yeah. if, especially if it's why you end up leaving him. Make your next boyfriend do a floor and bar routine for you. Great idea. Just see Great how idea. where his center of gravity is, how good he is, and they go from there. And honestly, what I think what we're all trying to say, Meredith, is you should wear skimpier clothes when doing gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, give us your Instagram. For, yeah, for the woman's movement, for yourself, for all. <laughs> all right, well, good luck, honey.
Thank you guys nice so you. much. It's a pleasure. Do you want to nice. drop your Instagram? You can. You can drop. You can show it off. Make him. Make him even matter. You don't have to. You also don't have to. It's like you're okay. trying to end the relationship. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I am. And don't look okay. at your likes too much, Meredith. All right. You Bye, seem, Meredith. You seem cool. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. I mean, I was trying to end the relationship. Yeah. The relationship should end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should. She shouldn't be going out with the dude. He's got. Some but she will feel bad if she doesn't at least give him an opportunity. You're to right. Go, you're right. Natasha was right. That's he, how I've been. I'm an idiot. I'm going to change. Totally. Thanks if for it, helping me grow. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, she she can like Natasha. You can go. I did give him a shot right. though. And I didn't. Then, yeah. And then, but no. you know, the truth is, like young. I I don't know what it's like to be a young woman, but I feel like it's obvious that part of the process of growing up as a young woman is to go. Oh, I don't deserve that. And honestly, part of the process of growing into a young man is uh, is oh i shouldn't act like that anymore yeah. i need to stop engaging in that kind of behavior uh, when i was growing up i've never i've never been in any kind of shape i've always had body issues what? but you get to a i really have not Maybe. but you but you get to a certain age when you realize i forgot who said this when you're at the beach unless you have the best body at the beach or the worst body, no, <laughs> no one's, one's looking. looking at you. They don't care. <laughs> That's like, so true. The, 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 uh, the range for acceptance is actually way wider than we've been made to believe by advertising, by the media. It just it, It's that, ridiculous. That is so true, actually. It's this obsession that someone's looking or caring, and it's just never, especially with body stuff, nobody's they looking. No care. one cares. No one cares. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they don't. Um, Mosh, what if we listen to some secrets? Oh, that's a good idea. I don't think we did this the last time you guys came, but we have. Did we? We do. We have people leave their deep dark or and or not deep dark secrets on our secrets hotline. And I don't remember that. All right, all right let's do it. I would have remembered that. Okay, here we go. Deep dark yeah, secrets. That. I remember. <laughs> actually, How cute was that girl? She was cute. She was really cute. She was a perfect combination between Anna Taylor Joy and Sissy Spacek. Wow. Oh. Yeah. She totally had that combination down. She would have definitely gone who and who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, Grandpa? <laughs> Myrna Loy and Theta Barra, thanks. Why don't you go down to the, the soda shop and have a phosphate, you friggin' fossil? <laughs> See, whenever you do that impression, though, I'm like, I want to be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It sounds so fun. Let's go get a celery soda and a tongue sandwich, and we'll read the new photo play. They've got pictures of Ella Rains. Okay, but doesn't that sound better than staring at your phone? Right. Oh, yeah, way better. Let's go get a Monster Energy drink and scroll TikTok for four hours. I'd rather have the celery soda. I like the celery soda. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, my God. Ooh, an egg cream. Oh, I feel so sad for people today. Oh, no, they don't get to have the nice celery sodas and the... And the nice brisket. And the adventures in alleyways where there are murderers, oh. like sharpening I, I, knives. Yeah. And I got I got held up at gunpoint. Have well, you really? Yeah. Right in front of the Sorry. King's Cafe. King's Road Cafe. King's Road Cafe. Wait, Cafe. I w- no, I was at the King's Road Cafe and I was walking back to in my Hollywood, apartment. West in Hollywood. West Hollywood. Hollywood. I had an apartment right near the King's Road Cafe. And then these, am I telling this story? No, you I can't. You don't have to. Oh, you, you don't, don't have to. Know. I mean, is this, are you going to, are we talking too much? No, Don't of course not. Secrets? I actually, this is like a fear of mine, so I'm interested in, you're, oh. you're a oh. strong woman. So She's terrified of talking too much on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be the best advice though, because this is very ballsy. What okay, did. yeah, tell us. But well, tell, yeah. I was on a date with this guy from England, and they don't have guns and stuff like that in England. Anyway, Bloody hell. <laughs> and uh, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and we were just walking back from having had a coffee at the Kings Road Cafe and I live a block away and um, there's like an alley before you get to my block and we were just walking by and this one guy came out of the alley with his hands under his shirt and kind of like 
looked at my English friend and was like, hey, man, you have a cigarette? And then, like, before anything could happen, he pulled up the gun from under his shirt and pointed it at my friend in his stomach. I was like, give me your money. <clears throat> and right at that moment, I was like, do I, my, do I run away? Do I throw my purse into the street? I wouldn't know. I didn't, I, like, it was so fast. And then another one came out and put a gun in my face. Oh, God. <gasps> Scary. And he goes, give me your fucking purse. And I went, okay, just let me get my keys, though. And I bent down and unzipped my purse and took out my keys and I was like, okay, take it, go. And I started screaming at him, like, get out of here. And did he go? And he did. He ran I away. I like that. Get out of here, you <laughs> little. But, but, but. You got what you wanted. <laughs> you what Leave you, me enough for a like, celery go. soda. I didn't say get out of here. I just said go. No, your, your instinct was scram. Yeah, I was like, I was like. <laughs> scram you. I took my keys. I was like. Yeah, you can have my purse. Let me just get my keys, though. My fucking just apartment's the fact right that she there. Went, Wait a second, oh, yeah. let me get my keys. Here you go. And I no, was like, okay, good. here now, go. That's what and I it, said. But it worked. I was like, here he now, go. Yeah. yeah. And my, then, and, and then, oh, what did the guy do? Was he crying? He was yes, because he Aww. was so scared. And, and meanwhile, he was like a punk rock dude from England. <laughs> like he was punk rock bawling. Oh. Yeah, he had like leather <laughs> tight leather pants. He was oh. like a total punk rock dude. It scared him so bad. We. <clears throat> yeah, we called them bandits. Uh-huh. Um, and um, <laughs> these ruffians came out of an alleyway. They did, and then I was so ballsy during it. Like, let me get my keys now. You go. I was so like that in charge during it. But then the next day, when I was driving back to my apartment, like toward my, I started shaking. Oh wow! Like, shaking yeah. so hard, and then I burst in tears, and I couldn't like go home for a month. I was so scared. Oh wow! But you've I'm, never been held up. Oh. You you never have. No. I, I recommend just saying one second, honey. Let <laughs> yeah, me get, let me get my, my keys. keys. Well, now you would say, "Let me get my phone." Right? Yeah. I, was, I was like, "No, cause no," because they they'd be phone. like, "No." Yeah, that's <laughs> that, they I'm going to your money. Yeah, no, they just they want your money. And actually, if they're smart, they go, "Yeah, grab your phone and you know what? Unlock it real quick. Check your text <laughs> messages. Thank you." Oh my God, that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, now you just gave all. <laughs> yeah, boy. Robbers. Well, a lot of robbers listened. A lot of yeah. muggers listened to the End the Sunny Moon podcast. It's kind of their thing. You don't know. They hide in plain sight. Do not watch the right. <laughs> All right, let's hear some secrets. Secrets. <laughs> hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh? I'm hungry. What are you making for dinner tonight? Well, Mosh, fortunately, I have a green chef. Yeah, you have a green chef? I have a green chef, one of the boxes. Oh, the boxes. I love those so much. Because it's easy to make for you. Oh. It only takes me, like, I could, I could devote 45 minutes from the moment I enter the kitchen to the moment I serve it for my family. I still re- I don't have to go to a grocery store. I don't have to like go measure, do anything that's like everything's there. I still remember the Moroccan carrots that you made <laughs> me from Green Chef. It's so good. There's healthy You did help with that. There are healthy meals. They are pre-prepared. They come straight to your door, pre-portioned and they make it fun and easy to cook dinner with your family. And not only that, but they've got a meal for every lifestyle. Whether you're looking for carb-conscious, gluten-free, plant-based, or calorie-conscious options, or you just want to have delicious, balanced dishes to serve your king. (laughs) I like the sound of that. Green Chef has flavorful, feel-good recipes, rocking carrots, that are sure to satisfy. So go to greenchef.com slash honeymoon130 and use the code honeymoon130 to get, yeah, you guessed it, $130 off, plus free shipping. Go to greenchef.com slash honeymoon130 and use code honeymoon130 to get $130 off. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh? You know what I like uh, better than dressing myself? 
what? Dressing my cute little daughter in a really cool looking clothes because it makes me feel cool by association. That was so great. They sent us this box based on a quiz. I got to say all her favorite colors Ooh. and what she was into. Who Stitch did? Fix. That's right, Stitch Fix. And, you know, she's grows so fast that I have to keep having all these new clothes for her. And then they sent the cutest little box and it had like adorable sandals and it had sunglasses and a really cute swimsuit that fit her perfectly. Oh, and these loved. little pajamas. And then um, uh, shorts and a, like they had, it had like a halter onesie that looks so cute on her and it's it, so comfortable. Like things that I would have never picked out myself, but that she loved. It's so stressful to figure out how to shop for your kid. And what their sizes are, you can just do all of that on the site with Stitch Fix, and they'll send you a bunch of really cute clothes directly. They've got items that are starting at just $10, and there's no subscription required. You just order a refresh as needed, or set it and forget it with regular seasonal fixes. You are in control. And that's what I like. Your kid still thinks they have a say. Like, instead of having to go to the clothing store and getting into a fight with them and letting them buy impulse purchases that, like, you know are a bad idea, but you're just, like, acquiescing, then they get to pick from this box, and then anything that they like, they get to keep, and if they don't like it, you can send it back, and they include the package to send it back. It's really easy. Well, let's say you do like it, which we liked everything they sent us. Try today at stitchfix.com honeymoon, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your kid's fix. That's stitchfix.com honeymoon. For 25% off when you keep everything in your kid's fix. Hi, Mosh. Hi, Natasha. Um, I have a secret that happened during thanksgiving uh i was over at my mom's house and um lovely dinner i was so full i ended up inevitably passing out on the couch um and i fell asleep um but i have been taking these edibles and they give me really crazy sex dreams and i kind of have a female nocturnal emission I come in my sleep, basically, after I take these things. So I fall asleep on the couch, and I wake up, and my mom is shaking me, and she's saying, like, oh, and she was like, I think you were having a nightmare, and I knew damn well I was not having a nightmare. I was literally orgasming in my sleep, but she was like, yeah, you were, like, crying out for, you, you were like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and I had to lie to my poor mother and I said, yes, I'm having a terrible nightmare. Oh my God, it was crazy. Um, so anyways, I'm pretty sure my mom saw my O face and uh, yeah, my mom saw me come, which is not Ew. hilarious. Um, That's so gross. Anyways. But She's like, you've wet the bed as well. <laughs> I mean, in the words of our old friend, Brody Stevens, enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy it. it. <laughs> Truly enjoy it. And don't let anyone yuck your yum. If you Ew. if you no, if <laughs> if if that's what you do, then that's what you do and your mom's yeah. gotta deal with it. It whatever. is a funny idea to like to come and then immediately have your mom shaking your shoulders away. Like, these two things aren't supposed to go yeah. together. But I didn't Although even... that, you know that's someone's kink. Yeah, oh, definitely. God. But wait, I've never heard of a woman being able to do that. Uh, uh, have a have a nocturnal emission. I've never heard that either. But I'm sure yeah. anything's possible. Yeah. I mean, without rubbing up against anything. Well, well I mean, it's her imagination. We yeah. were just telling that story. You can do anything with imagination. <laughs> <laughs> we were just telling that story. 
which one? On the secret dump last week. I mean, this is a very vulgar story. I don't know if you are you guys. I mean, I, I told you on. my you know tried to be a waitress for two okay. hours story. Well, I was <laughs> saying <laughs> there was there I mean, was. If you're gonna get vulgar. When I was single, I I met a woman on the internet, and what she wanted was to be verbally abused, and she was like, "I have no limits. Make it as as hardcore as you can." Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, God. Oh, Moshe, Moshe, Moshe. Please don't tell us I'm, again. Okay, so you guys you comfortable with me stopping now, or do you want me to finish the story? I mean, come on. I mean, they want to know it. Anyway, here's the point. So so it was happening and I was doing it and I'm I'm a good at crowd work so I was really killing it. <laughs> and she stopped she wasn't touch I wasn't touching her. I was just doing the Oh my god, and she actually And she stopped <gasps> and she she no was way. doing stuff to me. She stopped like, oh, "Are you okay? Oh my god, did I go too far? I'm so sorry." And she goes, "No, I came." And I j- I hadn't even touched her. So yeah, there's possible as we used to call it the mind jack. It's possible to uh, mind jack. It's possible like to low jack, mind jack. To just have a have an orgasm with no stimulation. Mm-hmm. That's like hot when I mean, Beethoven was playing. That's your lifetime movie, man. Ber- <laughs> ber- berated to climax. <laughs> berated to climax. <laughs> All right, one more. Uh, let's do another yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. I don't know if this is necessarily a secret, but just me being petty. I live in a state where pot is legal and we're smoking it in my backyard at 11 o'clock at night when everybody in the house is asleep. And apparently my neighbor smelled it. And we live in a neighborhood, like a suburban neighborhood. So plenty of space in between houses. But he came out of his house with a flashlight and walked into the middle of his yard, pointed the flashlight towards our fence and coughed really loud, then walked back in his house. (laughs) So ever since then, I go to our property line and I smoke there for a little bit. Just be petty. Thanks. Love you guys. Okay, first up, that wasn't a secret. That was a brag. That's awesome. <laughs> That's friggin' awesome. Good for you. I thought it was going to go a different way. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I want to be like that. I feel like my instinct, if a neighbor's mad at me, is to like try to make amends. Yeah, totally. I'd be, I'd be well, so yeah, you out. have to because yeah. they're neighbors. But what is this instinct? She's like, oh, I'm Fuck going you. to. Yeah. yeah. She I was do high think when she did it. I do think <laughs> that in in this political moment, it's a much bigger abrogation of the the social contract to cough towards someone's house than to smoke pot towards oh, someone's house. Oh, right? absolutely, I didn't even think it's way about worse. That. That's right. <laughs> Coughing is like it's like a te- it's like fake uh, threatening murder. Basically. Yes, that's, that's right. T- yeah, I, I was being petty the other day. I was in line at a. It was like the first time I'd kind of been into a grocery store with, I didn't even wear a mask. It was like a small little place. I was like, okay, we're back to life. And I was like waiting in line. And then it was my turn. And this like older man, he was like probably 65, like just cut in front of me with his two items. And I go, excuse me, I was next. And he was like, well, you should know. And then he, I don't get it. I don't get it either. But then I, she thought it was like a Karen thing. Maybe like, I'm like, excuse me, sir. I'm next. But he like literally stepped right in front of me. And like, as a woman, I just am in the habit of like trying to stick up for myself. I'm I'm a small person. So I'm always like, put him up, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) so, so yeah. Like, but then I'm like, this guy could have a gun. He could be crazy. Like, these are such weird times. Like, I just don't want to like, 
be mad at people. You got to right go. So what happened after that? He, I went in front of him and he kind of growl, growled and was oh. annoyed at me. I think this he is a win. He was not handicapped or anything. He seemed like a young 65, whatever. But right. I think it's a win. You just taught a guy like, hey, don't step on my toes. No, How I'm are we mad t- because I don't want to get myself, I, I don't want to get into a, a conflict with anyone right. in right. public. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, this instinct I have to be like, hey, I, dude, I don't, I right. want to like quell that. You know what? I think that you probably in the back of your mind know that that situation was not going to turn into some sort of probably right. confrontational yeah. situation. And I think you'd be smart enough and aware enough to yeah. know that where to not do that. No, you're you right. never know anymore, what, maybe. The, one time I was on the, the Bay Bridge. Right. Well, you're right. You're yeah. right. I was once driving from Oakland to San Francisco on the Bay Bridge and these guys pulled up on me. This car cut me off and I pulled around. I rolled up. I rolled my window down. They rolled their window down. It was like four like just huge kind of gangster looking dudes. And I was like, you know, no disrespect, uh, <laughs> but I just, I, I just, I wanted to, I mean, I truly was like, I was yeah. ready to go. And then the minute I, my brain, you're exactly right. My primal brain was like, oh no, no, no. We will right. not yeah, be sticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you got it. But we, the, we t- did we tell you about the burglar? Not the burglar. Did we tell you about the dude in our backyard, we did right. No, oh, I, I took a pink so. bat and I almost killed him. Oh yeah, yeah. That guy. this is like your thing. Right. You're <laughs> like a badass. <laughs> wait, I know you're a crime fighter. <laughs> well, you don't need to wait tables to understand what real life is about. You're a crime yeah. fighter. Right. So it, it, I didn't know what I was coming into in that situation. Right. right. That dude was in our backyard, and he could have been. That was pure instinct. I I was just like, there's a dude in my backyard. I'm going out there with a baseball bat. But what if he had a gun? Yeah. What if he was like a total rapist? What if, what if, what if? Who knew? Yeah, they say there's tons of people in prison right now that are just like slapping their foreheads going like, why did I react that way at that time? Like there's there's so many people that acted on instinct. Right. And did an un- an unforgivable thing, and then vice versa. So many people that are become victims because they made a choice and it was the wrong choice. It's always that split second. I'm, it's just like yep. life is so. That's precarious. why I was so interested in what you did in that split second because you never know what you could right. do because right. you have to read every single part of you the situation. You have to feel yes. the whole thing in your soul. Yeah, and you can still make a mistake. I'm the opposite. I co- I'm conflict. I'm ready in a bad way, <laughs> in a very bad way. I like always want to fight. The moment I see a perceived disrespect, I'm already in the conflict before my brain has had the pro- opportunity to say, don't do that. This is not worth it. You could die. I'm doing it. Definitely yeah. has happened I, on planes when I'm with Moshe. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Well, it's happened at a co- Comedians of Comedy show, actually. What? Yeah, I was in the back and Howard Kramer was on. I remember. And this guy was heckling and talking shit. And I just started fucking... I threatened... He had a cane and I threatened to beat him with his cane. Wow. I remember that. It was a really bad time in my I, life. I, there I, was a girl that heckled you. A girl. An old lady that heckled you. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? He gets and, heckled. And somebody... he. It was like his show. It wasn't like one of those shows where like a million comedians do 10 minutes. It was Patton's show. And this woman was in the audience and... He Patton comes out. He's so fucking charming and adorable. And this woman, like, he says one thing, and the woman goes, "Next." It's <laughs> like, oh crazy. And I'm like, "What the?" F-? And I'm backstage, but I hear it. And then, and then, like, he does more, and then she goes, "Next." <laughs> and then he says something to her, but I can't take it. I'm gonna fucking murder her. So I come out to like the audience to just see who is yelling next, and my husband. And it's this really drunk old lady. Like, yeah. just she's like, it is, <laughs> it is so funny to and next. I, I wanted to, I just, uh, did you say anything? No, but I gave her the stink eye really bad. Did it work? No, I, it was, I felt really bad. For, it was, it was someone I who, really gave her the stink it's eye. It's like someone who knew like, what heckling was, but they didn't really know how to use it. 
So she waited. I did like 10 minutes, won the crowd over, and then you don't, once the guy is, you can't just <laughs> It's go, already in the nah. pocket. <laughs> She'd heard it said before. She goes, here's my chance. No, you, she and the whole next, audience and you're is, like, next what? You're like, next comedian. You're like, I'm the only No, this is it. <laughs> That's what's funny to me is it's to go to a, show. To go to a Patton <laughs> Oswalt theater show. Yeah. That you've ostensibly paid a pretty good amount to exactly. get a ticket and yeah. then go next. Like, there's a, no, you do that at the yeah. open mic. No. You know? Right. <laughs> but I was like, Rip Taylor. I'm like, this is it, honey. That's all you're getting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I got nexted in Ireland on a showcase show, and I was bombing, and it was the worst. Because wow. when you're not doing well, next there isn't a response. Right, so the, the response Irish be... are the Irish are amazing hecklers. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, true. Oh God, they're so good. Your oh. response could have been like, "Okay, I'm having a bad set. You're right. I'll leave." I know. I remember <laughs> what I said. I said, "I hope I, next. I hope you die next." That's what I said. <laughs> you did not. I did. Uh, I was just so. I, I was having the worst string oh, of shows in my career. Oh, wow. It it sprung. I got two ten minute bits out of one trip to Ireland. Wow. But, uh, that's how bad it was. But yes, I remember that so well. I was just Were like, you afraid? The bookers would think that was kind of sad. Or? I was not thinking. I was at that point. Wait, what did I want to come back? Pure survival at that point. I would have come right? back to Kilkenny. Yeah. No, yeah. I, was, I was. Were you at the Kilkenny Festival? Yeah, it was worse. Oh, I love that. Oh my god. Well, well, Patton, you know what? Well, we all have different skill sets. You know. Actually, I I was in Dublin. I opened up for Amy Mann and Michael Penn, and I. They're not comedians. They're singers. <laughs> they, I think they know. I, I'm telling the listeners. Yeah. Thanks for the footnote. <laughs> Amy Mann, the comedian. Who? Um. And they, they have a massive following, so they kept getting all these encores. And they don't like to do banter between their songs, so that the comedian does the in-between song banter. And we can cool. say whatever wow, we want. Wow, that's cool. Like, I wrote this next song. I was in a really dark place. It's <laughs> <laughs> just some love song. But they got, like, eight, um, like, um, encores. So every time I went up, someone would hand me a Guinness. And so I drank, like, 11 Guinnesses. During the space of the show, that. and I went up at the end, and oh, no. and they someone hands me a Guinness, and I go, "This is my eleventh Guinness of the evening," and the guy in the crowd went, "Pussy!" <laughs> <laughs> just, just, That's how great the Irish that are. Is at perfect. Heckling. That yeah. is a perfect tackle. <laughs> Lori, do we have one more secret that you wanted to play, or we, or was that the last one? No, let's do oh, one yeah. more because yeah. it's almost seven. We have to. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. We oh, we're hour. not doing another call. Okay, got it. Yeah, okay. let's play one more um, secret and take it home. Hi, guys. Um, big fan of the show. Um, okay. My secret is that I, every time I quit a job, I tell a big lie about why I can't come back. Um, it all started when I worked at Walmart, and I was so fucking sick of working there that one day I just didn't show up and my boss texted me asking where I was. So I told her that I pooped my pants in the parking lot and that I was cleaning myself up and then I would show up, I would come in and I, I just never did. <laughs> and um, then I was also writing articles for this website and I decided I didn't, I wasn't getting paid enough and I didn't like it anymore. So I texted or emailed my editor and told him that because I was sitting at my desk all the time writing articles that I got a blood clot in my leg and it had Dear to uh, be amputated. <laughs> so it had to be amputated. Okay. And the most recent one I did was at this restaurant and I told them that I sold a show to Netflix 
and that I was um, I no longer needed to work there because I had a lot of money. And my coworkers were like so happy for me, and they're like hugging me and like crying and telling me that like I finally did it, that I got my big break. <laughs> but really, um, I didn't. I didn't sell a show to Netflix. Um, so that's my secret. I think his secret is he lies. Yeah. I don't believe him. I don't, I don't, I don't believe. believe I, I was about believe to say. I don't believe said. any of those stories. I'm sorry. The uh, secret is like, secretly lies. Yeah. He's like, and then I was working at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> I told her I pooped my pants. He's, he's like, he's like Meredith at her waitressing jobs. Yeah. She's like, it's just an experiment. He doesn't really need these jobs. Yeah. It's, it's like my latest job any, is leaving a secret on this podcast. And like the, <laughs> I think that's what. I think he's one of these like I just like to tell lies. I don't oh think my gosh. any of this happened. He has a whole life. And ahead the weird of him little that, weird. He's, he's the, the he weird little pauses be. and giggles were what gave it away when he was like, and they're so happy for me. And then I'd like like he can barely contain his own glee. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of not caring. But, yeah. but he just goes around and gets jobs and then quits for no, yeah, like, I'm just going to quit because why? Oh, because it was boring. Wait, right. Meredith, how did you quit? You never told us. How did you get out of it? You just didn't come the next day? What? You mean the waitress thing? Yeah. No, right then I was like, I can't do it. And, and she's you like, wa- you jealous, oh, you jealous. girl. Oh, and then you and then, did that fully and didn't have to quit. And then summer ended, man. I went back to Harvard. <laughs> you saw the camera. Did you really go to Harvard? I really, really did. You saw the Cameron Crowe movie that they made about that Jello Shot Summer. You, you yeah, yeah, that? That, yeah, well, that's there's a double feature oh, uh, yeah, with Jello Shot Summer and uh, Degraded to Climax. Is that what it was called? <laughs> Degraded to Climax. <laughs> Wait, Meredith, that's not for acting though. What What was your What was your major? Psychology. Wow, oh, that was like the thing that all the hot girls did. Psychology. <laughs> they were like, I'm a psychology major. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's a little different. You can't do the like at dumb Harvard. girl voice at Harvard. <laughs> I'm a psychology major. What do you mean? Where Harvard? <laughs> Like, people be like, do you go here? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you don't yeah. look like you go here. Like, I'm like doing like like the, the brain and like how it works. It's, oh, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked What's up. What's the name for like the brain you, when you study the brain? Is it, it's got all these syllables. Ugh. Anyway, I'm, I'm like interning for, I guess, the like U.S. Supreme Court or whatever this year. This is Harvard after it's all. It's totally legally blonde. That's legal. It blonde. is, yeah. Um, okay, well, you guys, this was like the funnest hour God, we've had all day. I mean, so great, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could do Can this. We come back in a little bit, like <laughs> yeah, this is oh, like, like a couple months. Oh, oh. What? Well, I wanted you to tell us about your podcast. Oh, your podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, God, God, God. Oh, my. And your tour and well, whatever else you want to oh, talk tell about. tell us, Patton. Well, our podcast is called Did You Get My Text? And basically, it's Meredith and I. We live in a house together. We text each other all day. It's us deciphering our texts, going over the things. <laughs> Look at this weird article like, I, I saw. I have seen him for so long. He's yeah. like downstairs and I'm upstairs. Do you guys have really good discipline about working separately yes. from each yeah, other? That's yeah, good. We, we, we do don't work ever all see day. each other. Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> the reason why we have the podcast is so we can actually like reconvene after a week of texting. Our like, offices are one. Are, <laughs> for one week. Our yeah. offices are are are, are attic. On one end is my office, and so yeah. we're, we're kind of oh, there, but the we don't see. Each, no, it's not the same room. We have separate rooms, but it's definitely the same. It's not. Ours is by level. Yeah, that's smart. That yeah. makes that's a smart. Big no difference. distraction. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'll be doing yoga, and then Moshe comes in. He wants to fuck. You know, it's like... <laughs> Typical office environment. <laughs> well, the other day, I, I said I wanted to fuck, and she said she had shit her pants and had a blood clot. And so I guess that she wasn't... No, it's from the guy before. Ew. It's from the guy. You sold a Netflix show. Right. Honey, I would totally fuck you, but I sold the Netflix show. And the pitch, I'm so happy for you. The pitch meeting dried me up. I have to. I'm sorry. But talking to these Netflix people is a nightmare. Anyway, the good news is that <laughs> Shitty Blood Clot is going to be on Netflix. Shitty Blood Clot. Also, um, oh yeah. So also make sure to check out your movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When, well, I love my it's dad. uncheckoutable, right? They, it's uncheckoutable right now. Be- what the? Because uh, they uh, they we're getting distribution. Somebody's going to buy that bad boy. Yeah, we're doing a festival thing. So we're doing a festival thing. Cool. My, you know, I was at South by Southwest also, but feel free not to say anything about Wait, it. I no, hear, tell us. Yeah, tell, tell us everything. How'd that go? Fuck you. <laughs> Did you Fuck win you. as many awards? Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you the award I won. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to South by Southwest best except wife. as a comedian. I am the best wife. Yeah. Number one. Well, didn't no, South by Southwest, isn't the movies the last thing that ca- that came there? It was music first. Oh, you're right. Then comedy, the movies and they just to- added, yeah. I didn't even realize they had stuff there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Until, tell us what you did, Meredith. Um, I did a movie with Rita Moreno called The Prank. Ooh, cool. Amazing. Rita Moreno, people. Amazing. She's, a, she's friends with, she was friends with Stephen Sondheim. I mean, I mean she... Slept with Elvis and Brando. I that mean, is pretty on. cool. She cheated on Brando with Elvis to make Brando jealous and then Thought realized Elvis, Elvis was a dud and was like, oh, God, <laughs> I got to get out of this relationship because this isn't working for me. Whoa. Like, that's a typical week in her life. Wow, wow. <laughs> so that was fun filming with her because then like in between shots. Oh, you got we, stories? We just talked about boyfriends. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. so crazy. Crazy boyfriends. What's a, oh, it's called, t- tell, say it again. The prank. And how can people watch that? Not yet. Also, that was also at a festival. Yeah. Also trying to get All right, all right. So we'll see you all very and soon. Come back soon. Yeah. Come swim. Like, let, let's let's like wait a couple months and just come back. I don't want to wear out our welcome here. Because I don't want to wear out our welcome. You guys you can move in. We have a place. <laughs> she has that cute little... This was really... Honestly, guys, this was really fun. You guys are fun ever. And we will totally come back whenever you... fix our entire relationship. If anyone... If we she, haven't laughed in a really long time. Anything. Oh, just from laughing. Yeah, yeah good. I, suddenly, like, I was sitting over here, and by the end, I'm, like, holding his hand. Oh, that's like, so sweet. Like this. And, I like, love that. Now Steve like Agee flakes on you. We will be here in a second. <laughs> it's so Steve funny. Agee. We just mentioned the fact that we hadn't had him on. By the way, you guys have a 13-year-old? Yeah. So you can come over She's and babysit. 13? You guys really can move it. Wish we could. It's such a delight to have you. you. Guys, seriously, thank you. This was awesome. Oh, it was thank so great so for us, too. Thank you. Thank you.